Hey there, it's time for another episode of On Target Talks, the podcast all about the nitty gritty in digital marketing. From SEO to social media, from paid spends to trends, we've got you covered. And if you want to keep up with our On Target team, follow us on social media at On Target Digital via Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of On Target Talks. You probably recognize my voice. I'm Takeem, the audio engineer, the sauce master. And I actually have a special guest in the studio with me today. You know, I had to drag him. You know, he was like kicking and like, you know, punching. He didn't want to come today, but he's here. I'm here with Michael. Hello, everyone. How you doing today, Michael? You know, I, I resent the comment that I came kicking and punching. I just have been busy. It's more like kicking and screaming. I didn't throw any punches, let's be honest. There. I don't know, man. I had to, like, you know, bob and weave for a second there, but... Have you seen my workout video? I have seen your workout well, video. You know I'm training hard. Yeah, actually, you are. You know, you was throwing some kicks out there. You were letting me know, like, before, like, I'm not the guy to mess with. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a little stronger in that area. <laughs> Audience, what Michael is saying is absolutely correct. Um... I did not know that Michael was such a badass, honestly. I wouldn't go that far. I really am not. I'm not challenging anyone. I'm learning. I'm learning the <laughs> art of boxing, kickboxing with a touch of MMA. That's actually awesome, though. Like, MMA, like, you know, just knowing those things and getting your body, like, acclimated. We can talk about sports all day, Michael. We've done this before. And honestly, audience, I didn't know that Michael was into such things. I really got um, a great opportunity to know Michael more. So last week, we had um, an outing for On Target. Would you call it an outing, Michael? I would call it a company slash team outing. Absolutely. Company slash team outing. And we were at, uh, it was a golf tournament. There was some golfing going on. It was Maitland versus Castleberry Chamber of Commerce's golf tournament. Oh, so it was a versus. Yes, Tale of Two Cities. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who won? Do we know? Yes, it was not Maitland. It was Castleberry. Oh, man. But that's okay. It was all in good fun. I hope uh, everybody enjoyed it. Yeah, it was also, it was. It was an awesome experience, honestly, and that's actually what we're going to talk about today is we're just going to be going over and reviewing, you know, some of the high points, some fun, some people that we had met at the Maitland versus Castleberry golf tournament at the Chambers. So I want to start off and like kick it off. Um, For me, my experience that day was I've never like had a company outing before. So kudos to you, Michael. That was actually an awesome experience, you know. Well, um, buckle up because we're going to have a lot more. Oh, wow. That's good to hear. I'm always, like, happy to, you know, get out the office, get some, like, you know, sunshine, you know, bring my camera. So, yeah, back to um, my review of the day was, you know, it was, we arrived there Friday, you know, 8 in the morning, sunny. It was some nice fair weather, you know. I had been paired up with Madison, our social um, media assistant, and we were at... Hard three? is hole, hole number three. Hole sponsored number three. We also had people at hole seven and 16. Like we were told that we were everywhere and that was like a good thing. Multiple people said that. That was the point. Um, so when I was approached to sponsor the tournament, I looked at hole sponsorships. I counted how many employees we had. 
Um, and I said, let's do three holes. Let's really be in front of people throughout the day, not just once. You're in front of someone once, you give them something, they forget about you. You're mm-hmm. in front of them three times, they get three different gifts. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to remember you. Three out um, of 18 holes. Three out of 18. And we, and, and we were spread out. So we weren't seeing the same people in a row. No, so that was very important to me, um, how they set it up. Yeah, you were really making your rounds. You weren't as stationary as the rest of us. Um, you were, like, you know, checking in on other sponsored holes and, like, you know, making sure that we were taken care of. So Well, I couldn't get to your hole. You guys had no access. I, I mean, you tried. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I did bring you some water and, yeah. a, and a chair. Yeah, some wa- that was appreciated. Yeah. I, uh, I spent a lot of time on hole 16 with Rick and Diana. How was that? Very nice. They had shade. They had shade? They had shade. It was, <laughs> it was really nice. Um, and I would go visit Connor and Shelby on hole 7. But uh, it was hot over there. It was hot over there? I mean, if you if you couldn't tell from Connor's face afterwards. Yeah, Connor came back and Connor was a little bit like a little bit more tan. He kind of looked like um, the red in the Chicago Bulls logo. Yeah, just yeah. a bit. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. a little red. Yeah, but he's a trooper. He took it like a chant. Great, great guy. Great guy. But um, funny, I pulled up to their hole, and they were both under trees away from each other. So I asked if they were in a fight. <laughs> it really looked like they were fighting. But they weren't. They just wanted their space because it was hot out. When we... When- <laughs> When I heard that story, all I could think about was laugh. I had to like look at them, like, do we got do we got to mediate this? Like, what's going on, guys? Is everything okay? I, I was concerned. I thought I'd have to relocate people. Nah, but some of my high points, like at the um, at the outing, I would say was getting to network and like you know just talk with some of these influential people in Maitland and Castleberry again. So. And, you know, just acquiring leads at my sponsored hole, we were handing out mouse pads. I never knew that people still wasn't a need for mouse pads, but man, they were flying off, like flying out of like the box. You know, we couldn't get rid of these mouse pads quick enough. You know, like people were asking for more and more. So I, I'm pretty sure you have a mouse pad on your desk now. Yeah, I had to swipe one of those. Exactly. So there is a need. Um, but I want to go back for a second. You said one of the things you enjoyed was networking. Yeah. You know, the main goal why we why you know we decided to do it was we wanted to be in front of the community, the business people in the community. And I thought, what a better way, you know, have Maitland and Castleberry, have the people who, who you know, participate in the Chamber of Commerce. You know, let's get in front of those people. Let's, ex- you know, show them that on Target's here. Um, we've been here. The, some of the services that we offer... And let's just leave a lasting impression on them. It wasn't so much to, uh, you know, get sales or, or get people to call us or use us. That's always a plus if that happens. But, you know, my main goal um, for On Target in 2021, even with the pandemic, is ha- being heavily involved in the community, making sure, you know, people do see us everywhere, um, not just the chamber events, but you know, Orlando and the surrounding uh, cities and towns around there. So that's going to be the goal. And that's when I, when I said, you know, be prepared for other outings. We are going to be out and about. Mm-hmm.
This podcast is brought to you by Pure Grind Coffee. If you're a hustler, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a creator, you name it, this is the coffee for you. It's amazing. It's rich. It keeps us all jacked up here at On Target. So visit puregrindcoffee.com. It's a monthly subscription product that you're going to freaking love. Yeah, that's important. That's extremely important. One of the contestants actually, like, you know, pulled me aside and told me himself, he was like, yeah, you guys are, like, really out here, and this is how, like, you know, marketing should be. Even though we are a digital marketing space, you know, sometimes a, a, a personal touch goes a lot further, I would say. And I got to see, like, I've only been marketing for about a year. You've been doing this longer than me. So to see how, like, you know, both sides play an influential part. Like, we do personal marketing here. Like, we're not not as hands-off. Like, we, we call and communicate with our clients all the time. But to see them in person, especially with what you said, the pandemic and the COVID and just the, the global shutdown, I think now is, like, you know, a very important time to remind people that we're in our communities, we're, not, we're here, and we're not going anywhere. I just think that, like you said, that personal touch, you know, it's important. Okay. Even though we do do digital, um, you know, face-to-face building rapport, building relationships with people, you know, that's the foundation of what we want to be and what we want to do. Okay. Yeah. I kind of, like, um, I like, I reference it back to, like, you know, like, we're big NBA fans here, like me and you both. I don't know about everybody else, but definitely you and I. Yeah, me and that I met in the studio right okay, now, okay. participating. I thought you met the company, but okay. Yeah, no, you know no, no. We're, we're pretty big NBA fans, and um, one great example that you know, like I referenced that out to is how the NBA, you know, handles like community projects, and they and they go out and they're just doing. Um, What's it called again? Community service. NBA Cares. Yeah, NBA Cares. NBA Cares and just showing that, you know, the communities that they play in and the communities around, like, you know, the United States and even the globe, honestly, because the NBA is, like, such a huge market, how important it is that to show that, you know, we care and we're just, that the NBA is just like us. So that's why I reference that, like, outing too, you know, just getting to converse and talk with those contestants again. And a lot of them, like, really enjoyed us as well. Like, a lot of, a lot of us, a lot of them said that on Target, you guys are everywhere, you know, we like that, we'll be reaching out. And again, like you said, it's not even about a sale, but just being there and showing our presence, just, it makes it go further. Well, well think about this. You had 150 people golfing in the tournament. And yes, out sir. of those 150 people, they each got a T-shirt, a mouse pad, and, yes, a, sir. and a koozie. Yes, sir. So, you know, the 150 T-shirts being worn um, with your brand on it. Yes, sir. It's another way of marketing. Does it have the effect that digital has? Of course not. We know that. But you know what? Everybody loves a free gift, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I hope, you know, the people use all the gifts that we gave and, you know, use good use. Um and, you know, I think it's important to continue to be out there in front of the right groups of people and, and being able to participate in these events. Absolutely. All right. Now on to some more important news. Do you think the Nets are taking it? I do. You do? I do. I don't want them to, Michael. With Blake Griffin now, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know who can stop them. I mean, the Lakers, they need to make some adjustments. The Clippers, 
they're saying they're going to keep with the core that they have. Um, you know, the Jazz are hot, but I don't know if they have championship pedigree. Uh, Milwaukee can't get it done. They haven't been able to get it done. It's like they're Voltron. It's like, yo, who wants to who wants to play against you guys now? You know, I, nobody. I mean, they're just they're just stacked, and even their role players, DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green. I mean, Blake's gonna be a role player. I mean, Joe Harris is a role player who can shoot lights out. I mean, they're just, in my opinion, they were stacked before Blake Griffin. You get Blake Griffin on there as coming off the bench. Now they're gonna create problems. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they're not done. Don't forget, there's still, what, two weeks to trade deadline or a week and a half? You know, and my team, obviously, the Celtics, <clears throat> lost last night to them. Yeah, they're doing bad. Well, they won four before the All-Star game. So they're doing bad. Relax over there. I'm glad to hear relax it, though. Relax over there. They're <laughs> not doing that bad. They're, they're, not, they're not living up to expectations. But the biggest question is, do we make a trade? You know, is it worth it? Because, you know, the, will, will one player help us beat the Nets? I don't think they will. So, I think at this point in time, the Celtics, you know, like they just have to go back to the drawing board. They have to keep like some pieces, some pieces you keep, but again, go back to the drawing board. You know, like my Knicks went back to the drawing board, the drawing board, and like I guess things are seeming to work out right now. Like we're in we're in a good spot, but like you know, like we're not the Nets. Like we're not like competing against a championship. But, like we're doing more than expectations expected of us. And we're the opposite. We're underachieving. Yeah. However, I'm not making excuses, but Marcus Smart has been out, and I feel like he's the heart and soul of the team, and Kemba Walker's not 100%. And when he does play well, they win. So give the Celtics some time. They'll probably make a trade, maybe a Harrison Barnes or Jeremiah Grant, one of the two, and they'll be be in good. They'll, They'll be reckoned with come playoff time. We'll see. That was th- that. That's just all I wanted to get on, like you know, on wax. I just wanted you get to like record. Well, we can make a wager right now that the Celtics will finish above the Knicks. That's not a like. That's not a dangerous wager. That's like that's more volatile on my side. So I mean, so you're not willing to make it? No, I'm just a smart betting man. Like uh, there has to be like okay. equal, like you know, footing. I bet you they'll finish higher and they'll go further. Again. Like, that's a safer bet on your side? And how much are we betting here? Like, Why does it have to be monetary? Because that's just how I play. Oh, okay. That's just, that's just how I do things. Well, we'll reconvene on the next podcast on this. All right, folks. There you have it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of On Target Talks. Please, if you have any digital marketing questions, feel free to reach out to us at our website, On Target Digital Marketing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another great episode of On Target Talks. We hope you enjoyed our insightful takes as well as our team members' banter. Again, follow us at On Target Digital on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you.